Let's continue reading Judges chapter 6, verses 25 through 32. Here we see Gideon passing a test of faith before he goes on to fight the Midianites. Judges chapter 6, beginning at verse 25. Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to Gideon, Take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the wooden image that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of this rock in the proper arrangement, and take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the image which you shall cut down. So Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord had said to him. But because he feared his father's household and the men of the city too much to do it by day, he did it by night. And when the men of the city arose early in the morning, there was the altar of Baal torn down, and the wooden image that was beside it was cut down, and the second bull was being offered on the altar which had been built. So they said to one another, Who has done this thing? And when they had inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. Then the men of the city said to Joash, Bring out your son that he may die, because he has torn down the altar of Baal, and because he has cut down the wooden image that was beside it. But Joash said to all who stood against him, Would you plead for Baal? Would you save him? Let the one who would plead for him be put to death by morning. If he is a god, let him plead for himself, because his altar has been torn down. Therefore, on that day, he called him Jerobel, saying, Let Baal plead against him, because he has torn down his altar. Once again, let's begin now with some background notes. The Lord had called Gideon to go out and fight the Midianites, the enemy of God's people. For seven years, the Midianites had been raiding the land of Israel at harvest time and keeping Israel subdued by a scorched earth policy. So Gideon is called. But before Gideon can go out and defeat the Midianites in the strength of the Lord, his faith had to be tested. So here in this section of Judges, we see God testing the faith of Gideon by commanding him to tear down the altar to Baal that his father had built and in its place build an altar to the Lord. Baal worship was idolatry. Baal is also pronounced Baal. All right, so whether you like Baal or Baal, <laughs> either one. Baal or the Baalim, that's plural, were the pagan gods of the land. They supposedly controlled the weather and thus the productivity and fertility of the land. Crops, fruit, and cattle were under their control. Baal worship involved sexual prostitution in its religious rites. You can see the connection between that and the fertility of the land. Baal worship was the major form of idolatry in the land of Israel during the time of the judges, and it continued right on into the time of the kings. When the Lord asked Gideon to pull down the altar to Baal, this was no little job. Altars to Baal were large stone constructions. In the archaeological excavations at Megiddo in Israel, you can see a Canaanite altar to Baal that measures more than 25 feet across and about 5 feet high. Notice here that it took 10 men and a bull to pull down this altar. No small job. One more background note here. The wooden image or Asherah that was also to be cut down represented the female consort of Baal. That was also part of the idolatry. 
Well, again, more background we could give, but let's move on now to our doctrinal or teaching points. Doctrinal or teaching point number one, God tests a believer's faith close to home. God tests a believer's faith close to home. Before Gideon could go out and prove his faith by fighting the Midianites, he had to prove his faith at home. The test that God designed for Gideon to test Gideon's faith involved being a faithful witness before his own family and before his own community. Do you see that? Test the faith right at home before going on to bigger things. And it was no small test. There was hard work involved. And there was risk involved. Notice how the men of the city wanted to kill Gideon after he had pulled down this altar to Baal, as you see there in verse 30. Apparently, the altar to Baal on Gideon's father's property was used by the whole town. Well, it was at this point that Gideon's father intervened and stood up for Gideon and said, if Baal is a god, then Baal can defend himself. It looks like Gideon's faith resulted in his father's conversion. I mean, his father was involved in this Baal worship, this idolatry, but because of Gideon's faith, passing this test of faith, it looks like it resulted in his father's conversion. That's some of the good fallout of having your faith tested close to home. Unsaved family members are brought to the Lord. As Gideon's faith was tested close to home, so your faith will be tested close to home. How can the Lord call you to greater service if you're afraid to witness to your next-door neighbor or your fellow student or your colleague at work? You know, some Christians are even afraid to bow their heads in a restaurant and give thanks for their food, let alone verbalize the gospel. You know, I remember a Christian friend of mine where I worked some years ago he told me he wanted to serve the Lord, but he was afraid to meet with us for a noontime Bible study at work. How could God call him to greater service? God expects us to pass the test of faith in our own backyard first before he calls us to greater service. God tests a believer's faith close to home. Doctrinal point number two, God tests a believer's faith close to the heart. God tests a believer's faith close to the heart. As you know, idols are anything that take the place of God in a believer's life. If God is not first in the believer's heart, then to a certain extent that believer is involved in idolatry. Something is ahead of God on the priority list. Let me ask you this morning. Do you have any idols in your life? If that's the case, then you will never be successful in spiritual warfare. You see how that teaching is brought out here? The Baals must go before the Midianites. There cannot be two altars in your life. Any altar to Baal must be torn down or you fail the test. The Lord will test your faith close to your heart. Are there any idols there? Has the good life here in America taken the place of God in your heart? What about pleasure? What about things? What about your house or your hobbies? God tests a believer's faith close to the heart. Practical application. Let's be more than iconoclasts. 
let's be more than iconoclasts. An iconoclast is one who destroys religious images or icons, an idol smasher, if you will. Well, Gideon was an iconoclast. Let's look again at verses 28 and 29. And when the men of the city arose early in the morning, there was the altar of Baal torn down, and the wooden image that was beside it was cut down, and the second bull was being offered on the altar which had been built. So they said to one another, who has done this thing? And when they had inquired and asked, they said, Gideon, the son of Joash, has done this thing. Gideon had destroyed the altar to Baal that his father had built. Gideon had cut down the Asherah image and burned it. Gideon was an iconoclast. But Gideon was more than an iconoclast. He not only tore down the altar to Baal, he replaced it with an altar to the Lord in accordance to what the Lord had said. Look back once again at verses 25 and 26. Now it came to pass the same night that the Lord said to Gideon, Take your father's young bull, the second bull of seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down the wooden image that is beside it, and build an altar to the Lord your God on top of this rock in the proper arrangement, and take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice with the wood of the image which you shall cut down. Gideon was more than an iconoclast. And we need to be more than iconoclasts as well. We must not only get rid of the idols in our lives, as 1 John 5.21 says, little children, keep yourselves from idols. Remember, anything taking priority over the things of God is an idol. So we must not only get rid of the idols, but we must also build up the altar of the Lord. We must fill our lives with the things of God. You know, when God called Jeremiah, God told Jeremiah that he was not only to pull down and destroy, he was to plant and to build. Jeremiah 1, verse 10. Jeremiah, like Gideon, was more than an iconoclast. Jeremiah not only destroyed what was against God, but he planted and built up what was for God. And we should do the same. We should be more than iconoclasts. I think you can see that there are many applications here. How is it in your family life, for example? Are you not only tearing down ungodly worldliness, but are you also building up with a positive family devotions time? What about your thought life? In the words of 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5, we are to be casting down arguments and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That's being an iconoclast. But we are also to bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. That's being more than an iconoclast. That's setting your mind on things above. Colossians 3.2. That's renewing your mind. Romans 12, 2. So I think you can see that we have a lot of application here. Let's be more than iconoclasts. Practical application number two. Let's find a way to obey. Let's find a way to obey. In verse 27, we read that Gideon took ten men from among his servants and did as the Lord had said to him. But because he feared his father's household, 
and the men of the city too much to do it by day, he did it by night. You know, this was quite a test of Gideon's faith. He was scared. He feared for his life. But Gideon found a way to obey. In fear, he pulled down the altar of Baal at night instead of in broad daylight. But the point is, he did it. He found a way to obey. Gideon found a way to obey, and God honored Gideon's timid faith. Gideon passed the test. What about us? Are we finding ways to obey? The Lord commands us, for example, to share the gospel with our neighbors and the people we work with. Are we disobedient Christians concerning this responsibility because we're scared, because we're afraid? Then find a way to obey. Suggestion. Invite your neighbors over for a backyard barbecue and then give a nice little prayer of thanksgiving for the food and include in your prayer thanksgiving for the gospel. It may start a conversation. Another suggestion. Give your colleague at work a birthday present. Maybe just the right Christian book for that person to read. Find a way to obey. It can be done. Even though we're fearful, God expects us to obey. Let's be like Gideon. Let's find a way to obey.